Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Ferrario, he's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. It is always great. We are lucky here in St. Louis to have some really good beat writers that cover the team on a day-to-day basis. We got to see John Ditton out of the ballpark last night. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. You can check out all his work over at Cardinals.com. John, thanks as always, man, for hopping on with us today. How you doing this morning, my friend? I'm doing great, Brandon. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And, uh, 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 glad to get that trade deadline out of the way. That was, that was, you know, that was a crazy couple of days. Let's start there, John. What was your biggest takeaway from what the Cardinals did? And of course, what they didn't do over the last 24 hours. Well, you know, clearly they weren't willing to meet, uh, the asking price. Uh, we saw that, that, you know, San Diego gave up a record record, you know, deal. Like they were willing to give up two of their best young major league talents. They were willing to give up three or four of their, their best, uh, talents in the minor leagues. The Cardinals just were not willing to to meet that. You know, that that was. I don't think it was really ever on the table. And you know, a lot of Cardinal fans went into Tuesday hoping that that John Mazalock would pull out like an eleventh hour deal. They were never even in it on Tuesday. They had already pulled out on Monday. So, you know, it just it, they were never going to give up what they were asking for. Uh, San Diego swung and missed the year before. They thought they had Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, and the Dodgers swooped in. So, you know, Washington kind of had them. They could they could ask for whatever they wanted, and San Diego was going to give it up. And, you know, John Mosellock and Bill DeWitt have always valued prospects. It's the way you stay good. It's the way you compete year in and year out. It's the way you control the payroll. And they just were not going to give up what San Diego was willing to give up. And with that being said, John, that's why I feel like it was such a successful trade deadline for John Mosellock and company because you look at the pitchers that they acquired and then you look at what they had to pay for that and it really didn't affect their farm system, even their major league system as much. Yeah, you know, that that's true. Uh, it it's kind of feels like the Cardinals went shopping at, at TJ Maxx instead of Macy's, though. You know, they, they, got, they got two guys who are serviceable, uh, they got two guys who, you know, can, can be really good, two guys who can help them win the division. But, you know, my question is, if you're trying to win a championship, if you're a team that wants to win it all, you've got to have a third starter that you can run out there in the playoffs. Like the Cardinals have no doubt they can run Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis out there in the playoffs. But if it's 1-1 and you've got to go back to, to, to New York to play the Mets, if you've got to go to Atlanta and play, uh, play the Braves, 
do you have anybody that you fully trust to run out there as a game three starter? And, you know, I just don't, I don't, I don't think they did that. I don't think they added that guy. Uh, you know, they added Quintana and Montgomery. They have a grand total of zero playoff wins in their career, you know? So it, I would have preferred to see him go get Rodon uh, with the Giants. You know, if you're going to be a team that, that's truly trying to win it all and be a championship team, you know, you've got to have three studs that you trust to run out there in a playoff series, and I'm just I'm not sure that they have that right now. John Denton is our guest here on 101 ESPN. John, yesterday you mentioned it, Dylan Carlson. We saw what he was able to do. That was put on full display. What do you think the Cardinals view Dylan Carlson as long-term? Well, I mean, Brennan, we have to go back and realize, like, the guy was a first-round pick. He was a 33rd overall pick. He's a five-tool guy. Like, ask anybody in baseball. Mike Rizzo is a career scout, a guy who's done this for a living for 30 years. He knows baseball. He knows prospects. He wanted Dylan Carlson. Like, that's not, you know, that that's not anything. You know, that the Cardinals value the fact that Dylan Carlson is a five-tool guy. Is he there yet? No, but he's, he's 23 years old, and, and we saw it. You know, six weeks ago, he was thrown in the center field, a, a spot that he really hasn't played that much. And he played a little bit his rookie year. He played it in high school. But, you know, he, he was thrown in the center field, and he basically made Harrison Bader expendable. Like, he, he played a better center fielder than the guy who won, who won the Gold Glove the year before. So, you know, I, I think that says a lot about his readiness. And if anybody out there doubted that Dylan Carlson wasn't the future of the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, it, 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 that, that's the case now. And, you know, I think it's misguided that fans are, are blaming Dylan Carlson. There's no way that one player held this deal up. Maybe it was the Cardinals saying, we're not going to include Jordan Walker. Maybe it was saying we're not going to include Mason Wynn or, or Graceffo. Uh, you know, for anybody to pin this on Dylan Carlson and blame him, I really think it's like misguided, misguided anger. Speaking of Dylan Carlson and just the offense as a whole, John, like I went into this trade deadline thinking, you know, as much as they need pitching, I felt like they still needed at least another impactful bat to make them a, a at least contender come the playoffs. Where is your faith level on this offense moving into the final stretch of the season and potentially into postseason play? Yeah, you know, it's been hot and cold. Uh, when they play bad teams, they hit the ball. When they face really good pitching, uh, they, they, they struggle, you know, we've seen that all season. Like, you know, a lot of teams struggle against Brandon Woodruff and, you know, and, and, uh, you know, the best pitchers out there, people are going to struggle against Max free. They're going to struggle against the and them, but you know, the, the Cardinals, they're a low strikeout team, but when they strike out, they strike out a ton. You know, we saw them strike out 19 times against the Braves that night. They've had a 15, a 14 strikeout game against the best pitchers. You know, the ones you're going to see in the playoffs, uh, they they really haven't haven't delivered this season. I think they have a good lineup. I think they're going to get hot. I think they're going to finish strong. I think they're going to go into the playoffs with a lot of momentum. Uh, they're going to continue to beat up on the bad teams. But you know, if you really look at the the way they've performed so far, they've been great against bad teams and they've been subpar against, against the best teams. Now, can that change? It can. Uh, but but you know, we need to see it so far. Uh, you know, beat up on on the teams that matter, and then you can you know be taken seriously as a contender here's part of that question i guess john and i'm going to put you on the spot here i apologize for doing so but who do you think is the Cardinals' starting outfield who are the three in the Cardinals' starting outfield for game one of the playoffs <laughs> well you know dylan carlson's obviously in center field um Ollie assuming Marmol health said, <laughs> let's go with yeah, that that much we know 
uh, Ali Marmol, to his credit, from the start has said, look, if the Cardinals are going to be that team, if they're going to be a team that contends, Tyler O'Neill has to be a big piece of that. Now, you know, it's bizarre that he keeps these injuries keep hitting him. Uh, this latest one is, is very uh, confusing to the front office. It's a cramp. It, it's bothered him off and on. They can't really get a read on it. it. It's frustrating. You know, he had the shoulder early on, then he had the hamstring, then he got hit in the wrist. So it's really been a frustrating season. But, you know, if, if they're going to be the team they need to be, if they're going to be a team that truly contends, they need Tyler O'Neill to – to hit in that second spot, you know, to, to, to get on base and be a guy who drives and runs. And, uh, you know, as far as right field, uh, you know, that's kind of, you know, depending on the pitcher. One day it's going to be Corey Dickerson. One day it's going to be Lars Newtbar. It could be Juan Yepes, who's, who's proven that he can hit at this level. I think it's just going to be based on matchups. Uh, you know, that, that doesn't scare a lot of pitchers, but, you know, it's definitely serviceable and, and it can get the, get the Cardinals through uh, in, in the first round of the playoffs. So, John, headed into this final stretch now that the trade deadline is passed, the All-Star game is passed, and you're looking at just these final two months before the playoffs, what's your biggest question of this Cardinals team? Well, I think they need to they need to know what they've got in Dakota Hudson. Dakota Hudson needs to have a strong finish to this season. We all know Dakota Hudson is super intelligent, a great guy. He's about all the right things. He's a hard worker. But he's got to be able to. He's got to be a guy who can go deep into games. He's got to be a guy who can throw strikes. A guy who doesn't nibble. A guy who doesn't, you know, take uh, 45 seconds between pitches. He's got to work fast and work with confidence. Uh, you know, they've got to establish uh, Quintana. They got to establish Montgomery. They need to know what they have the rest of the way. I mean, there, there's not a lot of question marks with the hitters, but they they have you know question marks galore with the pitching staff. So. I really think this last, you know, six weeks or so has to be about Dakota Hudson. It has to be about Quintana. It has to be about Montgomery. And I really think uh, Palante will be moved back into that bridge role where she was excellent early in the season. Last thing, John, we'll get you out of here on this one. What do you think of Yadier Molina last night? And what do you think the Cardinals can realistically expect out of him the rest of this season? You know, that was that was pretty cool the way they started off with the, the strike him out, throw him out. Uh, you know, I really thought like, you know, they weren't truly back until that happened. And when that happened, you know, it, it told the whole baseball world. It told everybody at Bush, hey, Yachty's back. Uh, it was really cool that, you know, the way they work together. Uh, Adam Rainwright is a different pitcher with Yachty on the mound. Like that, they're, they're close friends. They work the best together. Uh, that, that was really cool. Uh, you know, I think we all know that this, this Yadier Molina is a diminished Yadier Molina. He's 40 years old. Uh, he said when he left, and Adam Wainwright said when he left, he didn't know if he was coming back. Like, I think that was kind of understated in all this, that there was a time when Gaudi Mer- Molina wasn't sure he was going to play again. Uh, you know, that knee is it's touch and go. Some days he wakes up and it feels good. Some days he wakes up and feels bad. I think he's going to catch two out of every five days or maybe three out of every five days at, at most. Uh, but, but you know, we saw last night the guy, you know, I asked Ollie, Ollie Marmol about the way he frames pitches, the way he catches pitches. Uh, that pitching staff has a lot more confidence with Yachty back there. Uh, you know, I think he's going to be a, a solid, great catcher every day, and it, whatever you get offensively will be a plus. He's John Din. Find his work over at Cardinals.com. He's the beat writer covering the Cardinals on a day-to-day basis. Also, make sure you give him a follow on Twitter. He's at John Denton 555. John, it was great to see you down at the ballpark last night. Hopefully, we'll see you at many more games down the stretch here as the Cardinals try to make their way into the playoffs. 
Sounds great, guys. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.